This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the fourth Sunday of Advent, the 18th of December. We all dream. Some of us remember our dreams vividly. Others of us, like myself, can seldom recall anything that we've dreamt of. Often dreams can make us feel good. Sometimes they may unsettle us, depending on which school of psychology you follow, what is in our subconscious is brought to the fore during those periods of unconsciousness while sleeping, and they reflect often deep concerns, anxieties or uncertainties. The readings of this Advent Sunday, just before Christmas, present us with two biblical images of men who had dreams and dared to implement them, Ahaz and Joseph. Ahaz was a ruler who was afraid of God of what God was asking him, but Isaiah reassures him to trust in God's ancient promises. Isaiah tells him to dream big, ask for a sign of the Lord your God, he tells him. Ask for anything, risk, trust, hope, as big as you dare. That's what the prophet tells Ahaz based on on his abiding confidence in God. Now fast forward about 700 years to a distant relative of King Ahaz, Joseph, who's wrestling with a vexing problem. He's betrothed to Mary, so is engaged, but they haven't moved in together. He finds her to be pregnant. Think what that actually meant at that time and in that culture. But there was worse and more improbable news for Joseph because he's not the father. And Mary insists that she's still a virgin and that her unborn child is the son of God. Even today that would be nigh on impossible to accept. But back then for Mary and Joseph in that traditional Jewish society, she could have been stoned to death according to the law of Moses. No one would have believed her. So Joseph's mind must have been in turmoil. It was a nightmare, not a dream at all. Now, Joseph is described as being a righteous man. That's code for someone who abides carefully by the law. He's also a man of very deep compassion. So we hear he is unwilling to expose Mary to shame and decides to send her away quietly without drama. What we see in Joseph is a very good man indeed, someone who is beautifully balancing the demands of the law and the demands of love. It's so easy to take one or the other. You're a man of the law, you're strict, you're absolute, you're severe. Some people of the law can be lacking in love and compassion. Or you're simply a man of love and compassion and you ignore the law, which can make you overly permissive, relativistic, a who-cares-anything-goes attitude. Joseph is acting here with an exquisite balance between respecting the law and its demands and the demands of love. However, Joseph could have walked away at any time had he not believed what God had told him in his dreams. He didn't walk away because he was a man of faith and integrity. That's why he is so important. Without his support, neither Mary nor Jesus might have survived. Thanks to Joseph, 
they did survive. He stepped into the unknown, believed his dreams and made a deliberate choice. I'm sure we can all see why Joseph has a very clear message for our time. Thanks to Joseph, Jesus brought to his public ministry much of what had been taught by him. When Jesus spoke about God as a loving father, surely he must have been drawing on his own upbringing, drawing on his intimate knowledge of this extraordinary and good man. It seems as though our world has forgotten the value of parenthood and the important role that our parents play in our formation, both human and spiritual. It's far more than about earning money to provide food and shelter. It's about nurturing, support and loyalty. It's about providing the best role models that only parents can provide. Even in families where there is only one parent, for whatever reason, this model can be provided, often against all the odds. But somehow we seem to have forgotten this, or we've come to think that we can get by without it. But Joseph with Mary were there, and that is why they are held up by the church for the world as selfless examples of dedication and commitment which should resonate with us still. Now, I should say too that all this applies to spiritual fatherhood, as in the priest. And of course, like anything else, there have been some less than good examples throughout the world which have made for suspicion and cynicism. St John Vianney, however, reminds us in a sermon on hope, if God took the name Father, it was to inspire us with great confidence in him. We priests share that title Father with all those who have begotten natural offspring. There are many paradoxes in this fatherhood, both natural and spiritual, like St Joseph, such as being figures of authority, but not authoritarian, being visionary, without being arrogant, servants without being servile, merciful but not cowardly, courageous but not foolhardy. The church and society have more need than ever of parents, husbands and wives who are models of courage and honour, even against the odds. So this Christmas, when we see the nativity plays, when we sing the carols or pray at the crib, Let's think on King Ahaz, Isaiah and Joseph and their ability to dream big, always trusting, like Mary, in what God is asking them to accomplish. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, our, your grace into our hearts, that we to whom the incarnation of Christ your Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ, our Lord. Amen.